This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Scott Wilkerson. Scott is at Lurie Children's Hospital. He's the executive director of the Partners Program with Lurie's Children. He'll explain to us more about that and clinically integrated networks and more. Lurie Children's Hospital is one of the great children's hospitals, pediatric hospitals in the country. So thrilled to have you on today, Scott. Scott, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for the opportunity to be here. So um, I've been with Lurie Children's for about six years now. I'm a CPA by training, and I started off my career with a large public accounting firm, KPMG, uh, did a bunch of different things with that organization, and then really got heavily involved in healthcare and focused on work with health systems, large physician groups, other organizations, and then ultimately ended up running a health plan in Michigan before I came to Chicago six years ago. Fantastic. And talk about the sort of career pivot into healthcare, labor of love. How did you move into it? Did you gradually grow to love it? And then I want to talk to you about Lurie Children's. Sure. So, when I got into the accounting firm, you know, I really thought that I wanted to take a look at the various industries, and I started off uh, at KPMG in the Oklahoma City office where there was a heavy focus in, on oil and gas, and honestly, I just didn't find that particularly interesting. I was able to get involved into some healthcare projects, and I, my eyes just opened up. I connected with the mission of these organizations, the commitment to their patients, and I said, this is the industry I want to focus on where it's, we can really make a difference using the gifts that I have and uh, really help from a financial management standpoint, these organizations be successful. So in my mind, looking back, it was fairly clear, fairly simple uh, decision. And, and, and talk about Lurie Children's. Lurie Children's is just really, it moved several years ago into a brand new building. It's got some of the great programs in the world in terms of like fetal surgery and some other things in cardiovascular and respiratory. Talk about Lurie Children's and a few points of pride in the, in the hospital. Well, when I got the call six, seven years ago at this point to talk to Lurie Children's, I was thrilled. Obviously, you talked about the reputation that they have. It's a reputation that's hard won. The people from top to bottom are committed uh, to the mission of providing the very best care uh, to children and their families. And I, I just couldn't believe I had the opportunity, frankly, to come to work at, at Lurie Children's. As you said, a brand new hospital, but it's really much deeper than that. You've got world-class scientists. You have world-class physicians, uh, regardless of the specialty. You've got really great administrative people who are experts at their business. And so I thought this is really an opportunity of a lifetime to, you know, take what I know and try to be part of a bigger team to help drive change in, in Chicago for, uh, you know, children and their families. And, and talk about specifically your biggest priorities. What do you focus on at Lurie's? Sure. So in my current role as executive director of Lurie Children's Pediatric Partners, we're trying to focus on the area of value-based care and value-based improvement. And so I work with our physicians. I have a board of directors made up of uh, 11 physicians plus one administrator, and we are focused on 
creating contracts with payers that help us make improvements in quality and outcomes and also try to better manage the cost of care over the long term. It's it's really a pretty exciting opportunity. Fantastic. And in terms of, is there anything more gratifying than watching children at the hospital being taken great care of? I would say no. Uh, there really isn't. And, and that's what's so exciting about working at Lurie Children's. I I often get to hear what our scientists and physicians are up to on a day-to-day basis, and it's just great to hear the stories and the very personalized care that our doctors and nurses and clinical staff are giving to the children. And for me, I feel like what I can do is help uh, support them in that role so that they can really focus on what they need to do to provide the very best outcomes. And I would just add to that, that one of the things we've been very focused on in our clinically integrated network is making continued improvements to ensure that kids get the preventive care and immunizations that they need. And we've seen some real improvements over the six years. And I got to tell you, that's gratifying as well, because these can be lifetime illnesses that we're helping uh, prevent uh, these kids getting as they move into their adult lives. And so, you know, all those types of things are really exciting to be participating in. Fantastic. And, and talk a little bit about career path and career advice. You were to, you know, it, I, I go back, I'm, I'm older, so I remember big eight, then big six, then big four. Right. Talk about sort of like parallel learning or education you got as part of being part of a you know, a, a, a firm like KPMG or Ernst & Young, sort of the education and the background that you got at a great firm like that, now that's been helpful for your professional career. Do you, do you mind taking a moment on that? Sure. I, I would say it's multifaceted. And, and what I would recommend, and I do provide, you know, uh, advice and counseling to uh, folks that, that ask about, you know, their careers. And what I really recommend in those early years is you've got to make the investment in time and your own capabilities uh, to, to, to get as much experience in a short term as you can. If you think what doctors go through from a residency standpoint, they're really getting a massive shot in the arm of experience in a short period of time. And I really recommend a structure like that for anyone, that that's when you're building those muscles, so to speak, that, that allow you to, to keep a career uh, momentum of change and improvement, you know, that can last a lifetime. And so when I joined KPMG, uh, at the time it was called Pete Marwick, uh, that's really the approach I took. I said, you know, I'm going to make the most of it. I was able to participate in projects in lots of different industries from uh, publicly traded uh, road paving equipment to an electric co-op. Um, to healthcare organizations, and that allowed me to kind of find my passion. And then I started getting involved in regional or national projects, and I was able to put together uh, some teaching guides and was actually able to participate in teaching other accountants on particulars around the healthcare industries and the risks 
related to the healthcare industries, and then just continue to build the focus from there. And I always kept my eyes open, so to speak, for various opportunities. And ultimately what happened is uh, they asked me to join the healthcare strategy group that was based in Atlanta at the time and asked me to kind of bring my skills into that uh, group and work with them uh, so that I could bring that type of work back to my clients. And ultimately, I stayed in that group for a number of years, really focused on strategy, financial planning, and all based on those strong uh, financial lessons I learned, uh, you know, with the firm from an early standpoint. Well, and so a magnificent career in the current career I love to see people have where you've sort of grown from one role to really another whole career in healthcare and have loved it, and it helps to avoid burnout. It helps to keep people fresh, these second careers and so forth. Just magnificent. Um, And I know that the second career was a sort of like a transition from the first career and a great one. The, the, the most important question today, I guess, you're both a Chicago person now, you're an Oklahoma person, at least originally. Um, who's a better coach, Mike Ditka or Barry Switzer? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really tough question, and I, I do live in Chicago, so I'm pretty smart that way. And, you know, obviously Mike Ditka was incredibly successful and, you know, very focused and determined, so... The good thing I can say is that, you know, he is an incredibly good professional coach. And at the same, I would say Barry Switzer uh, was a very good college coach and had an incredibly successful uh, career, you know, with the University of Oklahoma. So it's kind of hard to move against my alma mater, but I definitely understand the city I live in. Well, I, I, I sort of want um grace to hear our producer to hear a couple of these thoughts one the perfect politics of the response of not saying one is better than the other but saying coach dick and coach switzer are both terrific two is like a physician sometime early in your career and grace this goes for you as well as my own you know uh, college age children you're going to have to work extremely hard for some part of your time view it like a residency but that is a key aspect of long-term success um Scott, I, I, I love your thoughts. I actually love what Larry Children's Hospital does. I had a chance to visit there and take a tour last year with leadership and, and just a magnificent, magnificent place. So thank you again for joining us, and thank you for what Larry Children's Hospital does, a magnificent institution. Thank you very much. Sure.